0: You're listening to the Eighth Day Coaching Podcast, where you will gain clarity, direction, and balance on your God inspired life journey. I'm your certified professional coach, Chad Etzel. I often get asked questions why Eighth Day Coaching, or what does Eighth Day Coaching really mean? And because this is the eighth episode of the podcast, I figured this would be a great time to share the vision behind what I'm doing and explain the title of my coaching business. Now, when I was in coach training, I was thinking about titles, and I really wanted a title that was biblical, but not something that was overly explicit, that identified me as a Christian, mostly because I wanted to be able to reach all people, not just Christians. But I still wanted my coaching to have a God-inspired backbone to it. Now, I was attending Mass one day, and the priest was giving a homily. And he was talking about the book of Genesis because that was in the the readings. And he mentioned that after the seventh day, on the eighth day, was when God initiated his plan of salvation. And that's when it hit me. This is it. In order to understand what I mean by eighth day coaching, I want to give a quick lesson on the meaning of biblical numbers because it wasn't just that inspiration moment within that particular homily, but it was there's there's much more to it. And I had an understanding of this based on my degree in theology. Now, the ancient Hebrew people, those who wrote the Old Testament, they believed their numbers had a significance beyond their quantitative value. Now, what does that mean? Well, we as modern Americans, we believe that numbers have a quantitative value. For instance, there's 24 hours in a day. There's seven days in a week. There's 365 days in a year. The number signifies how much. It's quantitative. It has a quantitative value to it. Now, the ancient Hebrews believed in the quantitative value of the number as well. But probably to them, more significant was the symbolic value of the number. For example, to the Hebrews, the number three symbolized God. Genesis 18 reads, The Lord appeared to Abraham by the oak trees as he sat at the entrance of his tent in the heat of the day. He looked up and saw three men standing near him. So there's Abraham. The The author notes how the Lord appeared to him and three men was the way that the Lord appeared to him. We also see this in Isaiah. Isaiah has a heavenly vision of the angels worshiping and they're, they're praising God, saying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God of hosts. Note the three holies that the angels say in worshiping God. So three represents God. And of course, we as Christians have an even deeper understanding of the number three as it applies to God, with the understanding of God as a trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And the number three also points to God's victory over death, with Jesus rising from the dead. On the third day. Okay, so the symbolic value of the number three, it three symbolizes God. Now another example, the number four represents the earth. The ancients would think about the number four and think about the four cardinal directions, the four corners of the earth, the four seasons. These are all different examples of how the number four represents earth. So whenever you see the number three in the Bible, there could be an underlying symbolic meaning of God. Whenever you see four, consider what the author might be saying about the earth. Now, it could be the number itself, the explicit number three or the number four, or it could be a list of a number of different things. As I mentioned, holy, 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 there's three holies there. That's a three there even though the number three is not explicitly there anyway we could talk about biblical numbers so much really driving home the point that the number three the number four have symbolic values to them but furthermore what if we were to add three and four together well obviously three plus four equals seven that is the quantitative value of the numbers will be seven but what about the symbolic value of seven I think a lot of us know that seven has some sort of Christian symbolic value to it. But when we look back to creation and we see that God creates the world in seven days, there is a symbolic value to that. Just as a side note, I don't think it's the author's intent to argue that the world was created in seven 24-hour periods Mostly because there's a lot of symbolic language here in Genesis that implies it, it, it's maybe supposed to be a symbolic interpretation more so than a, a strict literal interpretation. But that, of course, can be a whole nother episode. And maybe I'll do an episode on that in particular because that's a common objection to the Christian faith. But my point here overall is this. If three plus four equals seven and three represents God and four represents the earth then seven, the coupling together of three and four, symbolizes the marriage between God and earth. And that's the symbolic value of seven. In fact, what's even more amazing is that the Hebrew word for seven literally means oath. Seven and oath in Hebrew were essentially synonymous. So when someone swore an oath, they would literally seven themselves. And it's fascinating because the first time that we see the word seven in the Bible is on the seventh day in the creation account. Listen to this. Listen to this. Genesis two reads this. And on the seventh day, God finished the work that he had done. And he rested on the seventh day from all the work that he had done. So God blessed the seventh day and hallowed it, because on it, God rested from all the work that he had done in creation. Okay, think about that. Notice how seven came up three times there. The language is intentionally establishing the seven days of creation. It's not an accident. It's not just arbitrary, okay, God decided seven days was going to be in a week, but It's an intentional oath of God's faithfulness. So every week to the Hebrew people, every week was a reminder of God's promise of faithfulness to the earth. So three plus four equals seven. Since it's God's oath with the earth, the oath itself is like a marriage. It's as strong as marriage. So God's marriage between himself and the earth, the heavens and the earth, is a marriage. Now, there, there's so much more to say about the symbolic values of the numbers in the Bible. But for our purposes, let's just stick with understanding the, the symbolic value behind 3, 4, and 7. But why 8th day coaching? What's the significance of day 8 after I've really drilled in the importance of 7? Well, it's because 8 is one more than 7. That's a quantitatively obvious statement there and seven is a symbol for time so like seven days in a week therefore eight being greater than seven eight is a symbol for eternity so seven is a symbol for time eight is a symbol for eternity in addition while god creates the world in seven days the eighth day is when God puts his plan of salvation into play, kind of like that, that homily that I mentioned earlier. And, of course, Jesus rises from the dead on the eighth day of the week. So if you turn to John 20, verse 1, it talks about Jesus is rising from the dead is on the, quote, first day of the week. So it was the, the day after the seventh, so that would be the eighth day. So the eighth day is the day of the rex- resurrection. So this is my goal with 8th Day Coaching. It's to keep these sorts of things in mind. In 8th Day Coaching, we stay focused on eternity, salvation, and the resurrection. Beyond simply going after whatever it is that we want, we allow God to inspire our lives, to God direct to direct our lives. Now, the coaching world provides such great skills, such great training to be able to enable us to pursue our dreams whether that be personal finance time management health relationships and so on and these things are very good they are all god given they are all god created but we are all called to allow god to direct our lives rather than just be self-reliant driven or self-fulfillment driven and i i would also like to add here we can understand eighth day from a secular perspective but it's not anywhere near as deep from a secular perspective entering into the eighth day could mean getting beyond the seven-day grind. So there can be some appeal for anyone who might not actually be coming from a Christian worldview, but this also ultimately has its greatest impact from the Christian perspective because it has a biblical understanding built into the coaching, and that's why I really want to have this Christian backbone to my coaching. Now, I'd also like to point out so far, I've produced some episodes with symbolic significance on the numbers. Episode 3, I gave you 3 steps to gain clarity and direction on your God-inspired dreams. Again, 3 symbolizes that 3 symbolizes God, and I want to allow God to be the center of that episode. That's why it's your God-inspired dreams. Episode 4 is 4 simple ways you can save thousands of dollars. Yes, Money is a material thing. It is of this world. I wanted to give you something human or earth-like in that episode. And I also covered the seven levels of leadership in episode seven. My hope was to lead you on a journey in a way towards level seven, which is the level of co-creation with God. All right. Ultimately, what I'm trying to say is that I have not created my coaching business in this podcast to just kind of do coaching And then sprinkle a few Bible quotes in here, here, and there. I really want my coaching to be centered on God. And I want it to be centered on God's dream for you. That's how my coaching differs from secular programs. I do think secular programs can be very helpful, as I mentioned earlier, for training skills, for training an effective coaching process. And of course, my coaching training was secular itself. But really, secular programs a lot of times focus on what do I get out of it? What are my dreams? instead of the Christian coaching perspective, which focuses on what are God's dreams for me. It's a slight change in perspective, and honestly, sometimes they can be the same thing, because I think God puts dreams on our hearts and minds. But we really have to take that to prayer and, and allow God's plan for us to influence us in the way that we think about our dreams, because depending on the issue, it could take us astray and, and make an eternal difference in where we go when we, when we die. So secular coaching tends to focus on what is my desire and how do I get there? But as Christians, we recognize that there is more to the story, that our desires should be shaped by God, mostly through prayer, scripture, worship. And then coaching allows us to take steps to pursue God's dream for us. So the the gospel's message is clear, and I just want to add this, that it's not about our plan, but it's God's plan that ultimately makes us happy, even if it seems like it's going to be difficult. Now, this is one of the toughest messages to accept, especially as we live in modern America, which is all about getting really getting what we want in order to make us happy. But Matthew 16 says, Jesus says in Matthew 16, if anyone wants to become my followers, Let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For what will it profit them if they gain the whole world but forfeit their life? My goal with Eighth Day Coaching is to help Christians overcome stress by mastering their time, money, and God-inspired dreams. But doing so, of course, in this way of allowing the Lord's words to really shape us. But specifically getting into Overcoming stress, mastering time, money, and, and God-inspired dreams. What does that really mean? Even though I coach, that's not the entirely the service I provide. I mean, I think the main surface, service, it's, it's really helping you. Coaching is just the vehicle to help you. Now, you might start with time management or personal finances as areas that you want to go in and, and get better at. But it goes even deeper than that if you think about it. Probably the the goal is ultimately overcoming stress and achieving your dreams and connecting with God because that's really what coaching is leading us on a journey towards. That's a service that I provide. I found that that's what people really want because no one wants to master money for the sake of money. No one wants to grow in time management just to get better at time management. These things mean something more to you than just than than just money and time in themselves. In reality, you want to manage time to overcome stress and, and gain peace. You want to get better finances so you can go after your dreams. And really, much of the secular world just stops there. We as Christians believe that there's something more. We believe that God is the ultimate author of our stories, that God has the overarching plan for our lives that is better than anything we can come up with. So the goal is not simply just achieving your dreams or achieving peace, but figuring out how those God-inspired dreams, how that God-inspired time really is able to serve the, the Lord, serve his kingdom. So as you continue to listen to this podcast, I just want to encourage you to connect with me for private coaching if that's something that you really feel like would help move you forward if you really feel like you're stuck in some area of your life you can connect with me as there's information in the show notes for how you can reach out and how we can connect also if you found this episode inspiring i want to encourage you to share this episode with other people as i'm sure other people would find this inspiring uplifting and motivating for themselves as well so thank you so much for listening today live inspired live god inspired I deeply appreciate you tuning into this episode of the 8th Day Coaching Podcast. If you got any value out of this episode, be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a comment or review. Also, check out the show notes for any resources I've mentioned, or ways you may want to connect with me for any questions you have, or to get more information on how I can coach you personally. Live inspired. Live God inspired.